might sound like two sermons in one, but, uh, you know, and then it might not sound like a sermon at all. I don't know. Just, just, just pray with me, and then we'll get something I believe is going to be beneficial. Bless the Lord. Um, so I named this Before the Time, um, and, um, and I just want to um, just kind of kind of brief Matthew 8, 28 through 34. It might not be up there because I just sent my scriptures just now. There was a traffic accident, by the way. So, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, all right. Yeah. So, I wasn't just lagging. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, so, Matthew 8, 28 through 34 says, When he arrived at the other side in the region of Garderenes, Garderenes, Two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God, they shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Um, if you guys remember this story, what ends up happening is that Jesus allows those demons to go into a herd of pigs, right? And then the pigs run over the mountain and, and drown. So, um, but that's not the point of the story. I thought it was pretty intriguing that the demons acknowledged Jesus and then acknowledged the time, right? You know, before the appointed time. They know there's a time. <laughs> Their time is, is appointed, right? And so, and so um, you know, that, that just kind of struck me that we have a period of time, which I believe the Holy Spirit... Um, explained to me a long time ago, you know, you know how he communicates with us inwardly, that time is a gift. What, what we have is a real gift. Yeah, we, we, you know, for real. We can use this time, and it can be a blessing to us and everyone else, but primarily a blessing to God. We can bless him with the way we use our time, right? Bless the Lord. Um, I was sitting in front of a restaurant. And then um, they're in Albany. And so um, I would just, you know, how they put chairs out in the front. You know, I was out. It's a sidewalk kind of thing. And so, um, you know, I don't do that a lot. But I said, oh, today I'll go out here and sit out here and work. And so it just, it, wherever I go, it just takes no time for something strange to happen. Just don't go anywhere with me if you don't want strange events. Because I'm, as soon as I sat down, I heard somebody screaming, ah, you, you know. And then um, he was headed my way. Of all the other people, yeah, all the other places, he's zigzagging across directly to me, right? right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm wondering, he's going to go. There'll be a diversion soon. He'll go this way in a minute. No, straight to me, all through the stopping traffic and everything. Skeet, skeet, all of this, and he's just yelling, Ah! And he's slapping himself in the face. And um, now I'm not, um, I've gotten to a place, I know the Lord has taken me to a place where um, I'm not really ashamed to minister to people. Like, for instance, if, 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 you know, at the restaurant, they don't know you're a Christian until something happens or they, they're, they're watching you. But you don't always want to be the focal point. You, you know, I just wanted to eat my roll whatever it was and you know and, and chill but what ended up happening was um 
I had decided in myself, I'm going to go, I don't care. I'm going to go minister to this guy. The closer he got, the more I saw blood just coming out of his face. And he's slapping his own face and he's slapping it hard. I was, I was, I was just like, man, what, what is happening here? And another guy comes out of the store and says, drugs, he on them drugs. You know, and then he walks back in the store. So he gave his explanation, <laughs> right? And uh, like that was helpful. He, you know, the, but um, the, it was, it was a, a bizarre situation, right? And so at that point, I decided not to get up because he, there was a violence going on there. Though it was self-inflicting, right? It was like I didn't want him. He was hitting himself so hard. I didn't want him hitting me, right? So that 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 kind of made me sit back down. You know, I sat back down. It's it's like I'll tell you guys this. I already told Rick and Miss B and and and, and others this story, but um, I felt convicted for not being bold to go and challenge the possession that this guy is, right? So, yeah, I, I felt really inadequate. I felt, you know, like I'm not effective. You know, this is warfare. You're supposed to be out doing warfare, David. So, um, so when you look at me, don't look at, I'm not professing, you know. I'm not professing to be the most courageous saint on the planet. But I will say this, I prayed for that guy, I'm still praying for him, right? And I'm asking the Lord to give me more fearlessness because he's helped me overcome the, what would be considered um, embarrassment of getting up ministering. Uh, you guys know I keep my books and things in, in my pockets. I'm ready to go, right? But I was, um, I was unprepared for that. And it was demonic because it was, it was like, who does this? You're, you're, he was slapping and you could hear the blows. And he had beat his own face so much blood was just coming out. It makes me tear up to think about it. So, because uh, I, I felt, I don't know him, but who, you don't do that, right? So, <clears throat> honestly, I've gotten to a place where... Yeah, to start this off, I've gotten to a place where I have overcome the um, reputation. There was a guy, he was all gay, obviously very gay promoting because he had all the colors on and, and the flags and all of this stuff. And, you know, whatever he had, it spoke gay, right? And you guys know my story. I am not trying to uh, associate, right, and, and stuff like that. But he was an old man. He's walking up the street. So you get two stories. And he was walking up the street. And, um, and I don't mean when I say gay, I'm not being mean. So Facebook doesn't have to, right? But what, so, but what I'm saying is, is that um, he, he started having a heart attack. Okay? So I'm across the street, and I see him go down, right? So I zigzag and cut through and run over there to the guy. The thing that was going on in my mind was people are going to think you gay because they're going to see you with that gay guy. And he's not just a hidden gay guy. He's got the, the signs and the flags and the, so, right? And so, 
So, but I ran over there and helped him. He, he just kept trying to get up. He didn't want, I could see he was embarrassed, but he didn't want to, he didn't want me to call the 911 or anything. He just kept, kept trying to get up. Well, all my neighbor's cars are slowly passing by and they see me and he hugging all on me and I'm holding him and I'm looking up and they blowing and I'm waving to them and, you know, and so everything that I kind of worried about, right? And so I'm telling you, the guy, would, he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't stop. He would, and I couldn't leave him. I, you know, how do I tell him, look, you, 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 you people, I'm, you're giving me the wrong impression. You, you know, you can't, you can't, right. So, um, and, and besides, I cared about his soul, right? So I'm over there trying to help and everything. Now, finally, after 10 minutes, you can call him, you can call him. So I call paramedics and the police come first. And they get out and they run to him. And I saw the faces, what, that one guy's helping him, then he looks up at me. Oh, is this your friend? You, you, you know, just, it just gets worse. You know. Then I say, oh, I saw him having a heart attack out on the street. He turns from me and looks at the other cop like, mm-hmm. he's skinny. You know. <laughs> right. So I, I got to a place praying that I don't care what it looks like. Right. What, 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 what does it matter? I got this gift of time, right, that I can, God's going to acknowledge what I'm doing in this time. Look, I didn't run over there so I could look like a hero. I didn't want to go. I went, I went for God. We are servants of the most high God, right? Right? Bless the Lord. All right. So, and so how can I, look, I was never like that, but I had my issues, Right? Don't we all? All right. All right. Look, help somebody beyond your own reputation, right? Beyond trying to preserve it. It doesn't make sense because look, say for instance, I did preserve it and, and went over there and, and even told the cop, oh, I, I, yeah, you do what you can. I saw him walking. I was walking up the street, right? How do I minister tomorrow? When the cops and the neighbors are passing by, if they see that attitude, what if someone's passing by and they see me see this man on the ground? And then one day, isn't he the Christian? Right? All right, we're Christians. We do this stuff. This is what we do. We're, look, I didn't stop praying for that guy, but I'm almost asking the Lord, give me another bizarre moment that's kind of crazy, but let me redeem myself, right? Because I want to be ready for somebody slapping their own face or for somebody passing out, no matter what the case may be. This guy recognizes me, th that guy on the ground, recognizes me as a Christian. You're a saint. You know how he was talking. To yeah, and all that kind of sort of stuff. So bless the Lord, a saint of God. So um, if I grew up in Hawaii, which I didn't, but if I did, if I grew up there and then I came to um, move to um, Iceland, <laughs> right? So I've got to keep this up here. Um, so if I moved to to Iceland from Hawaii, let's say I was exiled there, you know, forced to go or whatever. Um, I wouldn't, Iceland's cold year round. So I wouldn't be comfortable in my Hawaii clothing. 
when you're in Hawaii, it's less clothes, right? You guys know me to be more clothes, right? Anyway, but if I came from less clothes and moved to more clothes, right? Um, But I, look, I might put on the clothes that they're wearing, but it's only so I can fit in, right? I, I need to fit in. Um, because otherwise I'm just the object of attention. Why is he out here in his swimwear, right? If I lived long enough for anybody to point that out, why is he out here undressed, right? Um, there's a place where we can go to that is actually um, fit for us, okay? So um, when it comes to demons, they aren't really fit for this place, They don't have bodies. You get it? We're fit for this place because God gave us bodies, right? Okay, so that we could live here comfortably and we would be in our right place, right? Um, If after a little while I became neighborly and acceptable, but I would, you know, I'm accepted by the community and everything. And, you know, I might start relaxing back into my cuts. Because, look, I don't want all this um, focal point on me. But I might start um, shifting my dress back to my native. (laughs) Right? Yeah, back to my own culture. I want to be relaxed in how I used to be. And then uh, pretty soon people are liking it and they're actually dressing down a lot less in Iceland, okay, <laughs> right? They like my, my style. I bring, I bring a certain style, and they, and they like it, so I'm a trendsetter, right? I'm setting the trend. Um, <clears throat> what I see happening here um, is that the enemy has come here to a place. He doesn't want to be disembodied. That's why that scripture is saying, look, don't get rid of us. Let us go into something, right? We want a house. We don't want to be disembodied. And we definitely don't want to go to the appointed place before the appointed time, right? So there's an appointment for everything. Everything has a day and a time and a purpose, right? So they they don't want to go. They're not ready. They want to stay clothed and covered. They don't want to be embarrassed. They have a reputation. They don't want it shown. They don't want to be outed. They want to be hidden and do their dirty work in bodies. Okay? So that's why there's some strong, overpowering demon possession. Then there's an argument among Christians that Christians can't have a demon I'm of the mindset, as you know already, most of you or some of you, that no, you start delving into the occult or start using hallucinogens, right? Or or just start rebelling from God. In any area that there's rebellion in our hearts, that's actually a perfect area for a demon to take up residency, right? He'll get a stronghold going, and you can't get him out. 
you need a power greater than yourself in order to do that. So this, this, this only happens in our choices of rebellion. We're not paying attention. We're thinking we got it. I can manage this. I can manage that. I'm always constantly hearing, pay attention, David, from my friends, Christian friends. Pay attention. You're moving too fast. You know, slow down, right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so what's my point? I've taken a long turn to get here, okay? But just go there with me, all right? All right. So what we want to do is, is we want to live out lives that are not influenced by people that are influenced by demons, okay? Right? Okay, because they're there. There are people that are influenced by demons that are not throwing their hands up to the Lord and surrendering, right? And it looks cool. Look at the trend. Look at the culture. Look at what this person brought into town. I like what them bell, bell bottoms. I like them. <laughs> now, don't go. I'm not playing. Every time I seem to say something, I get all this uh, feedback. Ain't nothing wrong with bell bottoms. All right, I'm just using it as an analogy, okay? All right, but no, I like the bell bottoms. I, you, you get it? <laughs> All right, and this is true. When Prince came to town, I had that hair blow dried up. It was just going, you know, I was just going to be Prince, right? I didn't even try to act like him. <laughs> because I wanted to be a part of something that looked like someone or something worthwhile, right? I try to keep up. Now look, I got some friends that say I never tried to keep up with any of the stars or entertainers. I won't tell you who they are, but I tried to keep up as much as it would make me feel valid or necessary, right? I, I wanted to feel purposed, and um, I think it's, it's right that we satisfy that feeling, but not in the wrong place. Prince and Michael Jackson and Harriet, well, no, don't say her, but you, you know what I mean, Chaka Khan and all these folks, look at their lives, right? So, look, I like the trend and everything, but is this the direction that God wants me to go? I mean, honestly, it, it's like, okay, I might, I might put on the bell bottoms, but how far can I go? You get it? It's, it's, it's like, okay, I need to pay attention. I'm not going to get it unless I'm seeking God for the boundaries, right? <laughs> for all the, um, I need his precise, articulate instruction for my life, right? Otherwise, I'm going to think I'm good when I'm not. I'll be off and running when I should be sitting down, right? <sighs> now, <clears throat> warfare there's a lot of confusion. I know it is because I've been around just like the rest of you. And uh, warfare is, um, I think, something that's been exploited or misunderstood as far as when it comes to, um, for a lot of people, n not everyone, but when it comes to doing spiritual warfare. I mean, for instance, here's a guy slapping, coming across the street, slapping his own face, and blood is gushing out. And... Um, this is an opportunity for me to do spiritual warfare, 
because obviously there's a spirit that is attacking this person, right? Or using this person to attack himself. And so I should get out with what I've learned and seen over the, seen over the years and, and do some spiritual warfare. So I was just thinking about it, right? I should jump out there and start yelling, be gone. <laughs> Loose here. We bind you. Ah! All right. Okay. So it looks good on TV. It brings in revenues. I'm trying to figure out, though, do I have to yell at a demon that's yelling? Is that, should I get into a yelling match? He's already yelling. I heard him yelling way across the street. So I should yell louder. That'll stop him. Right? Should I get up and subdue the person? Get some oil and pour it all over his head and take him down. Right? Okay, so let's reason together, okay? The, the, because some of it's not making sense. Honestly, I didn't do what I wanted to do, but I think the Lord is setting me up to do what I wouldn't do in the future, right? It's coming, right? Okay, I, I didn't fulfill what I thought I should, but that's just, all right, next time, right? Bless the Lord. So, Look, we can't let the enemy step in there and tell us how inadequate we are, especially when I'm consulting God on the matter. I'm talking to the highest power there is, right? Lord, what is it that you would have me do in the future? I mean, even my physical fear of being slapped, as he slapped me once the way he's slapping himself, my teeth are going to fly out. But... There's a place that God takes people to that you will suffer for righteousness. I'm sorry. It might mean you turn your back around and somebody hits you upside the head because you just gave them the gospel. No one wants that. But you didn't suffer because you turned your back on someone that needed you. You didn't suffer because you turned your back to preserve your reputation. You suffered because you delivered the gospel. Bless the Lord. Let the Lord take us to a new place here. Right? It's not about us. Look, the demons don't want to be disembodied. Right? I'll tell you, we're going to a place that we won't be. God made us the way we are. Our bodies are decaying. They're degenerating. They're getting worse, wrinkly, toe up. A finger might fall off right now while I'm talking to you guys. All right, you, you, don't, you don't know, okay? But we're going to go into a kingdom where we're going to get bodies that will never perish. They're imperishable, right? The angels don't get these. You get it? it it's like, no, this, we're unique. He made us for this place. We're going to inhabit a new earth. We're going to have bodies. And guess what? He's so unique that he gave himself in his son a body like ours that his son still has to this day. He's able to transcend and traverse back and forth into the kingdom in a physical body. Bless the Lord. 
that doesn't make sense, write me. I'll send you some proof. Bless God. So warfare, I believe, is going to start with, look, we can put on the whole armor of God. This is what we're supposed to do. Let me remember them all. Shoes shot with the preparation of the gospel, the belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit. What did I miss, Rick? I said that one. I said shoes shot with the preparation of the gospel. Bless the Lord. Thank you, though. Um, okay, that means something. That doesn't just mean get up and recite this to yourself today while you putting on your mini skirt. That's not what that means, right? It means get ready. Get ready today. Don't be like David getting up all willy-nilly. What's going to happen today? Duh. Okay. Get up. Be ready. Warfare. King, uh, I'm sorry, James 4, 7 in the King James Version says, Submit yourselves therefore to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. And you hear it all the time. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Submit yourself to God. First, in the morning, you don't have to open your eyes. You wake up before you open your eyes. You know that, don't you? you? The second thing you do is open your eyes. So you, you wake up, then you open your eyes. Okay, when you wake up, Lord, help me today. Do something that is going to help me make it through this day honoring you. Bless God. Bless the Lord. <clears throat> That's submitting yourself to God. Then you're able to resist the devil, because he's not going to flee from me because I'm yelling at someone that's embody, he's embodying. It, right? He's not about to, the devil's like, oh, keep, keep yelling. Show what Christians really look like. That's not the fruit of the spirit, but I like that fruit because <laughs> I have a fruit too, <laughs> right? The devil has his own fruit, debauchery and, 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 and anger and and I can't say them all, but you know them. Right? Okay, so look, let's be reasonable and let's reason together. That's not warfare. You're actually joining the side of the enemy, causing havoc. If you want to jump up and down and scream and yell and stomp, consider your motive. You're expecting something to happen, but you making a spectacle out of yourself for passers-by, onlookers. If you have that kind of craving, then you still want to look like Prince. Right? Hey, I still want to look culturally included. Right? That hair shooting up. <laughs> Think it over. This is what the Lord is trying to show us and tell us. It's bigger than, than a look. It's a heartfelt inward work that he's doing in us. How am I going to get the devil to flee? My first response to this guy's issue is submit to God. I thought to get up and go minister to him, I hadn't prayed. 
I was in shock. But I am at a place where, no, I'll get up and move without your instruction. Right? You get a green light. It's a feeling. You, you ask the Lord, you'll get a feeling. You, you know how he talks to you. Right? But don't mistake the talking that's going on if you haven't been feeding on him. Because we are what we eat. So if we get up in the morning, right, before we open our eyes, and then we feed on the Lord, we can just as soon count on the voice we're hearing when the trouble comes. Bless God. Bless the Lord. Bless God. <clears throat> the truth. Jesus was telling the Pharisees in John 8, 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Prior to that, he's saying, hold to my teachings. Okay? So we want to hold to his teachings. Nothing is irrelevant. That same God that we knew in the Old Testament is the same God we know in the New Testament. That was Jesus then. They are one. Nothing's irrelevant. Some things aren't necessary according to ritualistic ceremonial things, but everything is relevant. Everything has to do with where we are today and where we're going. You don't cast out the Old Testament, right? You need it so that you can understand the New Testament, right? Bless the Lord. So what is the truth? I always refer back to the governor that had Jesus in his court. And the people were yelling to crucify him. And his response to Jesus was, what is truth? Right? We should be asking that today when you look at the news. You don't know who's saying what is true. Look, look, did you see? <laughs> let, let me explain something. You can't even count on the picture the news is showing you because they're so easily modified today. They can take Geraldine in a picture where she was fighting somebody and take her and put her in Hawaii, in her Hawaiian clothes. Like that. Technology. It can be used the wrong way. So how well, look, what is truth? Pilate wasn't lying. He wanted to know what is truth. By the time I got here and became governor, it, my whole campaign was built on lies. That's all I know. This is what... This is how we roll. Look, we, we lie to get our points. Look, I want freedom for the black suffering people, freedom for them. Well, let's lie right here. That's not how you get it. It seems like we'll do anything that's necessary, but no, not you, Christian. It doesn't work like that for you. His house will be built on truth, right? This is, look, he doesn't need us to lie to get his desires met. He doesn't need us to co-sign a lie to get his desires met. You're not here as just an abolitionist. You're here to serve the kingdom of God for every nation. That means even the people that are considered enemies to you. Your purpose is bigger than what the media would confine it to. 
and just keep listening, they just keep getting worse. And now they do it, if you look on YouTube, it's, it's like, oh, so this kid killed his grandmother and grandfather today and just stabbed them in cold blood. And when they get through, the guy's standing there for more good news, just, just <laughs> subscribe, you know. This is like, that's good news? It's common news. But it's not good news. Look, how much of that news did you withhold? How much of it are you adding to? Of this person that killed his parents, he was a neo-Nazi. That may or may not be true. But let's spin this so that we can get the neo-Nazis or get the Trumps or get, let's spin it. Let's spin it for our own benefit. Right? We can't co-sign to that. It's not by any means possible. We survive this place by truth. We serve the Lord based on spirit and truth, which leads me to the next. Look, you want to be successful in your warfare? Ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Confess to God that you don't want to do what you're about to do. Confess to him, right? Then ask him, well, Lord, should I get, should I move? Should I get up? You, right? He wants to hear from us more than anything. He wants this communication with us so he can use us properly. Right? It makes sense? I mean, look, we can shut it out. Mm-mm. I want my um, reparation. Uh-uh. I'm going with Gavin. <laughs> I want, I want my reparation. So, so you know, my son. son. <laughs> now look, you guys know. All right, look, we have more than reparation. Look, if we believe God, that He is a, a, a look, everything we've heard of and more. That you can't stand in His presence or you'll die. That's how overwhelming His glory is. And he's invited us to be heirs in a kingdom that we're going to live forever. Don't look so short-sighted here. Right? Don't think about it. By the time your reparations come, a toe and a finger will be falling off. Right? It's the truth. It's, it's like, okay, what's the deal when I'm dying? I want money and jewels and fame and fortune where I'm going to live forever. Right? Let's get a clue. Let's get a clue. We ain't 12. We all in here over four. four I don't want nobody mad at me. <laughs> right? We ain't 12. All right, now. We, we about to check out. We'll be visiting each other in certain ways with certain instruments and certain singers and criers and all of this, those days are coming. I look, I love this person, love that person. We were just hugging. We're leaving. One of the reasons why we decay is because a lie has been so long believed in our hearts. We'll hold on to it. A lie is sin. Sin kills. The end result of sin is death. Death full grown 
is our sinful grown as death. That's what James says, right? It's killing us. And it's killing people and it's intended to deprive us of everything God plans for us. <clears throat> um, now, the final um, uh, warfare tactic that I'd like to share is uh, praise and worship. Praise and worship. Okay? I was mixing up these songs. First, I'm going to read Psalm 103.1. Um, blessed Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle's? Have you ever thought about the meaning of a song you've been singing? You know, I'm going to tell you guys, I'll hear a song, and then that stanza will stay in my heart. When I was working, when I was working as a tech person, a desktop person, I would go from desk to desk fixing people's computers, and I would just be walking around singing. I didn't even realize it until somebody said, you sing all the time, right? But they weren't holy songs. They were Prince and other uh, crazy songs, whatever the case may be. I would sing whatever the first song is. It just when it got in and I heard it on the radio or whatever, I'd be still singing it. They would be songs I didn't even like sometimes when I was growing up. But you heard them so many times, they were just part of the fabric. And so... If you keep hearing a stanza over and over, it will stick with you. So for me, my mom even pointed this out, that I was dumb because I couldn't remember the words to songs, right? She, I think it was Denise Williams, and she was in there. <laughs> she, silly of me. She's having an argument with my father. Denise Williams in the living room singing, silly of me to think that I could ever have you for my guy. Remember? All right. And my mom is following her, silly of me, you know. So you knew it was fixing to turn into something. They finna have it out, right? So she, she's listening to the words. Now, I'm in my, my mediocre way trying to diffuse the situation. I turn to my mother and I go, you know, you remember all the words to songs. She said, yeah, I don't just listen to them and pretend you know, like you. <laughs> because back then, I was just totally high all the time. How could I remember lyrics? The only part I could remember was whatever the stanza, that re repetitive part, it just keeps repeating itself. I remember that. Ain't nobody. I remember that part. But if you ask me the rest of the part of uh, I don't know what she sang, but I know ain't nobody. And I didn't even know what she said after that. Love me better. Love me better. Okay, so you get it. It was true. She pointed out something <laughs> that was true. She always pointed out in a loving way what was true. You know, but... <clears throat> 
when you start investigating the words to the songs that's playing in your heart, you could trip. You could trip out. Um, I use this song because it was playing all the time. Um, <clears throat> uh, when I was, how's it go? Well, when I was away from the radio, the songs would continue to play in my head. I can't stop thinking about the day that Mama socked it to the Harper Valley PTA. Remember? I was mixing that up with the day that Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. See, I can remember that much. Right? When Mama socked it to the Harper Valley PTA, that just kept coming up. So when I come to fix your computer, it'd just be playing the Mama socked it to the Harper Valley PTA. And I'm working on your machine, right? All right. I didn't like that song. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I don't know who sang it, right? But it got in, right? And this is what I referred to time and time again. And back in the day, if you remember how radio programs used to do on the radio, if you had a hit out, they played it every third song. You just kept hearing it and hearing it. Right? But at one point, if you investigate the words, depending on where you're at, from your own view, the world view that you're living in, or a view of morality once you become a Christian, that song, I finally looked it up. It's right. Mama told them people. Yeah, Mama was wearing miniskirts to the PTA. She, the PTA talked about Mama wearing miniskirts, and raising a daughter, right? Remember this? So mama put on a miniskirt and went down to the PTA and told all the PTA members all the stuff they were doing wrong, right? And so she dug into what was being stated. So it turns out that she's heralded because her daughter is singing a song about the day mama gave it back to them. They criticized mama, and then mama criticized them back. She went down there, and yeah, she dressed the way they said she did, so that's being true to yourself, right? She didn't go down there all covered up to try to look like something else. And then she pointed out their flaws. You're drinking. You're hitting on me. You're doing blah, blah, blah. You're doing this and that and this, and the shame right? So everybody, what's the essence of this? Look, you criticized me, I criticized you, right? I got this message out of the song. So when someone criticizes me, I should criticize them back. That fixes everything, right? Here, there's the end of, this is what we get from a worldview that's secular and not God, right? Because God takes it to another level. There might be something in that criticism I can glean from. Maybe I need to just extend my skirt a little bit, right? Maybe. And just because I'm calling out your hypocrisy, that doesn't change my attitude, then no one wins. You don't win and I don't win, right? So, that when we're examining the song, the lyrics, 
if we examine it outside of God, we're going to come up with our own reasonable response, right? This seems fair. They hypocrites. I called them out. Get it? So, it's all a wash. We all sinners. Everybody go put on your mini skirts and and your what are high heels and your, you know. That's where this song leaves you. Everyone's heralding mama. You told them, mama. Harper Valley PTA. You told them. But what's the reason? What, look, what are we, what are we, is that the truth that God would have us to settle with? That's not where he'd have us settle. So Matthew 7, 1 and 3 says, don't judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Okay, so most criticism, even unfair as it may seem, will contain contain something we can learn from. They may be judging with a plank in their eye, but is there anything about the judgment I should correct? I don't care what you say about me outside of Christ. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to load up some ammunition and I'm going to fire back, right? This is how it rolls. But in Christ, no, that's not it. First, examine yourself. Why are they, is there any truth in it? Because the Christian cannot run around having truthful claims made about them and they ignore it. It can't happen. We honor God. We're ambassadors. We don't let our good be spoken evil of. Right? So I can't just settle for I got them back. They're as bad as me or worse. Right? We don't stop there. I was supposed to drink and bring water. Oh, I got more. Yeah. So um, we don't stop there. Um, hold on. Most criticism, even unfair as it may be, will contain something to glean from. They may be judging me with the plank in their eye, but <clears throat> anything about the judgment I need to correct. I need to take it to God. American biblical Old Testament scholar and Christian author Michael S. Heiser, I said all that because I like him, so I want you guys to like him too, explains that spiritual warfare, again, is not about shouting and acting a fool. If I want to really be effective in spiritual warfare, I'm going to let the Lord take me on a fearless journey inside myself, inside my heart, so I can be examined by his Holy Spirit and anything that's not like him, he's going to remove because I'm inviting that. This is what I want. I don't want to rely on me to come up with some smart way or some intelligent way to deal with this, which what will be a very frustrating situation. I want to bring God into the equation so he can be glorified, right? I'm sorry. This is how it works. Um, And I don't apologize. 
Psalm 8, 1 and 2 says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, has thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Now that's a song. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. All right. That's a song. Okay, this fell off twice. <clears throat> um, a mighty fortress is our God. A mighty fortress is our God. You guys know that's a hymn. It's a hymn. All right. Um, I've seen those two. If that was introduced to me first thing in the morning, I'd be repeating those specific words knowing me still today I don't get all the words but I'll remember the chorus <laughs> right I'll keep going mighty fortress is our God yeah 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 right so, so the same thing but consider what I fed myself and now what I'm repeating to myself right and then when I investigate this song that I've been singing now I'm seeing words in there that I'm wondering, what does that mean? What's a, what's a bulwark? You know, what, what's a bulwark? You, you know, what's an ancient foe? You know, or even up here in, the, in this song, what's a suckling? Right? Now I have something to investigate. Right? And it doesn't stop there. It's because I fed myself Christian gospel music that has scripture in it. Right? Then I turn around and do that investigation. I'm really sealing the deal inside of me. It's like a fortification that's taking place, right? Because for so long, I've just let any old song get in. Any old music from other cultures, from Hawaii, from hell, okay? Get in and then make me the man that I am today. You get it? We are what we eat. That's food. That food will turn us into something. So we're going to start our warfare by at least turning to something that when we chew on this, we'll chew the cud. We're going to go deeper. One day I'm going to want to know what does this mean and what's it mean in context. Right? That makes sense? I've been up here too long? No, I think I have. Somebody rolling their eyes at me. No, 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 I've been up here too long. Look, I'm done, I'm done. I'm older now and much more mature. I understand these matters, I have discernment. Now, listen now, we back to Harper Valley PTA. Mama shouldn't have been wearing them shorts, short skirts to the PTA meeting. She should have put on a more decent outfit to go down there and point out her flaws. Is that what should have happened? Should mama have put on a nice suit, a professional suit, and went down there and told them about themselves? No. Because look, that's fake. Right? Mama needs to change up before the Lord at home. 
So when I'm talking to you guys about liberties, it makes sense that if you want to, say, for instance, do a, a gardening on the Sabbath, right? If Sheila knows, oh, we, we don't work on the Sabbath, but Barbara's gardening on the Sabbath, Sheila might keep that secret as not to offend Barbara, right? But what you don't want to do is hide all your drug use and your, your mini skirts and your men coming over. If you think about the song, the, the mother was having gentlemen callers, okay? All of that was going on, right? So what I'm saying is that, no, that's not what you hide. That's what you confess. We don't just, look, everything doesn't fall under the, um, the, the guise of liberty. Sin is sin. But look, because you don't understand that I have the freedom to plant a garden on the Sabbath, I'll do that in private until one day you come to the real reality that, no, you can. You can do that now on the Sabbath. We're not Seventh-day Adventists, right? So, so, all right, so where's my point? Oh, Ariana Grande, she, she wore the dress to Aretha Franklin's funeral, and it was all, you know, and people were saying, that's inappropriate for a funeral. I'm like, where is it appropriate? I mean, where do you wear that one? Yeah, really. Yeah, where, where, where does that one, where's it in this world? Right. <laughs> yeah, but we have a higher calling because there's a higher standard for us, right? What the enemy has done or tries to do is he's coming through. He's coming through. He dresses like us, gets in people we know. And then he starts changing the dynamic, dress like me. Now everyone's starting to look like the enemy. You look at these award shows. Look at the dark costumes that they wear. This ain't Halloween. Look at them on any time. Dark, dark capes and pointed tail clothes and, you know, <laughs> just, just look at it. So this, this enemy that did not want to be disembodied is now embodied and changing everyone to look like wicked evil. Okay? We have to pay attention. We're Christians. It's going to take some decision that we're going to allow God to affect and influence our look, our acts, what we decide to do. It's not rocket science. I'll tell you this. It's not something we want. It's something we have to ask for. We really have to ask God, give me an appetite for what's right, for righteousness. Well, they're going to think you're, uh, um, you know, what, what are those guys on the horse? Um, Amish. They're going to think you Amish. Well, I can't worry about what they think. And they may not see what I'm doing, but God sees, right? So the Harper Valley mama, look, God sees her in her miniskirt. So it wouldn't make sense for her to put on a suit to make herself look better. Because what we do privately, he rewards us for publicly. But everything done in the dark, he'll expose, right? Look. We have time. Even the enemy knows. Use that time wisely. Use it to please God in all you do. 
Right. I, I mean, for real. It's like, well, don't, uh, can I at least go down and, and, and look, you might be able to do any number of things, but you need to work that out with God. Don't just assume. And if you're just assuming, call somebody, right? Call Dorothy Gina. Call somebody. I don't care. That's going to pray, not just high five you. Don't call the one that just, oh, go on, girl. You know, <laughs> for real. So anyway, all right, let's pray. 